0: up dgc it is scotty and i'm hanging out with another it's it's scott and scotty today and thank god we got bruce here Howdy. oh no your banner man there's no bruce about it what's up scott oh, wait hang on scott ostrander nectar for the gods what's going on brother how you guys doing doing great doing good. we hung out last week uh, banner hooked us up and man you're such a cool guy i just wanted to get you on the show and bullshit with you even if we just had a redo of our conversation last week i fucking really no enjoyed it man. Thing.
1: this thing will steer in itself in a whole new direction we'll yeah. nice try things,
0: to keep man. it under a couple hours i am completely yeah. Enjoy the ride <laughs> <laughs> completely not worried man but uh first off man Nectar for the Gods, organic nutrient. It's the one that Banner uses. You've been... How long have you been using it for? Uh, Three years now? Yeah, and it is like a a little cult, man. What do they call it? The Nectar Fam over there? Yeah, Banner's fully indoctrinated. It's a family. A family. It's a fam, man. Hell yeah. Come on, give give me this story. I don't want to... This isn't... This is us just hanging out, but... I want to know the story behind Nectar because it's totally, when you go to the grocery store, there's Advanced, which is the most fanciest bottles and all that stuff. And the Nectar is freaking no frills, man. I don't say no frills, but, but it's mostly black and white label, you know. It's like no gimmick about it, man. And it's organic. Yeah. A no
1: gimmick organic. I got to freaking hear about it. Well, we just, you know, when we started off, my partner and I, Frank, we started off in a garage in Portland. I mean, we started off with a long story that we don't even need to go down that road again. But the long story short is, you know, Frank and I kind of broke away from the rest of the industry. We both came from the gardening industry, working for like Down to Earth and Pacific Calcium and all. Oh, wow, hang on. Down to Earth. Because
0: yeah. that's cool. ass product, too, man. Oh, yeah. there, you know, boxes and just. Yeah. Those are the organic yeah. components. Use right? that stuff, too.
1: Yeah, and that's the whole point. Is like I I started all my gardening experiences twenty five years ago working for Down to Earth and understanding organics, learning from Jack Bates, the owner of you know where are they inputs. out of? What's that? Where are they out of? Eugene, right here. Okay. Eugene's a mecca for manufacturing. There's a lot of companies that base out of here, and it's and I, I give all that credit to Jack Bates, the owner and founder of uh, Down to Earth. I mean, really? you kind of set all these young guys out on a, a mission. We all fell in love with organics, the concept, you know, the, the health part of it, the, the stewardship of the land, what we're doing for our soil, and then just not destroying things for profit. And with all that idea, you know, I, I just fell in love with the whole concept of natural and organic gardening. Um, carried on for many years, worked for compost tea companies, I worked for other manufacturers in our industry, I worked for chain stores in our industry, and it all boiled down to I got sick of making millions of dollars for other people and watching them just take all your ideas, your concepts, bastardize them, turn them into crap, cheap, profitable things, and then run off at their Maseratis and their hookers for the rest of the weekend. It's just, it got old. So. Is, is that you know, really problem. what happened? Is that really what happened? You know, oh, what? Well, I just, I, I can tell you for a fact, well I've got contracts sitting here from one of the manufacturers in our industry that screwed us out of a quarter million dollar contract by not paying us any of our, dues for developing their their recipes and it's you know our industry is just filled with backstabbing and cheating stealing lying with a lot of them and so frank and i just decided we didn't want anything to do with that we were so in love with gardening and the experience and and the knowledge and the science behind all that is plant uh, we decided to break off and do our own thing so with a simple business plan a wells fargo loan and a lot of faith Mm -hmm. we jumped out there and decided to produce our own little product line. And when we started, we were literally a white bottle nutrient. There was nothing in it. There was no label sure. it was product, A, B, C, and D, literally. We ran that way for three, first three years. And our, our business was just A, B, C, and D. Did and them- you know, the industry demanded that we did more for marketing. I went to school, <laughs> believe it or not, I went to school to be a high school teacher and then wrote my wow. uh, thesis I on it. So, I could so I could believe that, man. I could yeah, so. Can you imagine that. this guy?
0: Yes, <laughs> woodshop. You'd have to do either woodshop oh, or Oh, no,
1: woodshop. I was going English, poetry, and uh, literature. I was really? going to teach smart kids. I wanted to. Until I found out what I was really going to do to kids. So I decided, now nah, it's probably not a good idea. Yeah. So I dropped out of college after my thesis. Then I went into art school and graphic design. Did marketing school. Got out of that because all they were teaching me how to do is lie to people. Like, marketing is teaching period you know lying to somebody to make them understand why they need to buy the product that you're trying to sell them that's marketing and it's like Yo, oh
0: yeah I, I read a book and it was called trust me i'm lying and then yeah. I, the, the guy had to rename it and it was tr- <laughs> i can't remember what it was but he had to rename it out of trust me i'm lying because it was it was all you know that's what that's what he was saying marketing was doing but oh, I'm looking bad. At, hang on, I'm where? looking at two guys that I market with over here and they're going to be really depressed. So it doesn't it really running a business, whether it doesn't matter what business it is, you can run it like a family or you can run it like a rootless root corporation, you know, where you're beholden to your stockholders, man. And just because you're in business doesn't make you bad.
1: Just oh, no, I'm, not at all. No. I'm, and you have to. There's marketing. You have to market. It's the whole game. People don't know you exist. Yeah, I'm trying to market. You know, the was fact the whole that point saying, was. Yeah. Get out there, teach the guys how to, you know, our whole mission was coming into an industry that's NP and K it's, N, and nobody understands the big picture. It's just NPK, NPK, 30, 30, 30, 20, 20, Well, that's great. If you want to grow lawns on a golf course and kill your neighbors, I don't care. Go nuts. But it's, that's not our passion. That wasn't our drive. And we can do the same damage in a garden with a zero three zero and a one two two. It's not about the NPK. It's not about the availability. It's what we're doing in the soil. It's your microbes. It's the compost teas we're using. It's it's the you know fully digested materials that we're putting in bottles. Yep. And that was our whole mission: is how do we take this organic slow ass farming practices of the old? You know, everyone's like got this brand new technique of gardening. Bullshit. There's nothing new under the sun. The whole world's been gardening since the beginning of time. So what we've done is we said, hey, I love bone meal. <clears throat> I love the way it reacts for plants. I love that it makes peppers and tomatoes taste better how do I make that more available now? Well, you digest it yourself and you put it in a bottle. That's what we've learned how to do is we do all the microbial job in a bottle. Now, a lot of people say, well, then I don't need microbes. I don't need to spend my money on these uh, compost teas or recharge or any of the easy to use microbial products. But what I try to explain to them is We've made a plant food out of organics because we've done the digestion. Now the downfall is, is the plant can't possibly eat the entire gallon of food I just fed it. So the right. rest of it is designed to actually stick, go into your soil, your medium, stick around, hang out on your cocoa fiber, your peat, yep. your compost, whatever element. Hey, and then I'm going to put a recharge in, or I'm going to put in a this you know, photo plus. Yep. They go in there and they eat this secondary meal that's now bond to these elements in the potting mix. Making essentially a second feeding on the same first food, so to us it's a it's a nice way of advancing organics in a way of making plants super fast in the uptake. You get really rapid growth. You get you know all the accents of the high terpene profiles, all the aesthetics of the plant that are able to produce like their colors, their trichome development, their you know whatever enhances the aesthetics sure. of these plants. We're able to enhance that because of the di- pre digestion. But we still really rely on the microbial field to keep that soil clean, efficient, processing, draining, you know, doing all of its work. So we just want to take the same organic concept of slow outdoor gardening and make it in 16 weeks and start to finish. But what is the
0: whole digestion thing? You say I've always said it's calcium based, man. That is calcium based. What, What does it mean? Look, well, cal- I mean, if different. you look at what delivery
1: systems to plants, N, P, and K, they all have it. They all can enter the plant on their own or bonded to a, a number of different elements. Calcium likes to bond to everything and wants to bond to everything because it has eight connection points on these uh, on the rings. So, um, with calcium, we can chelate and make more natural elements available by bonding it to the calcium molecule for the uptake. And so we base our whole line on the calcium molecule, whether it's calcium phosphate in the bones, or it's calcium carbonate from limestone, or calcium. Uh, well, there's another form of calcium we get from milk fat. Another calcium we get from fish cartilage. You know, so they all have a different build makeup really? of calcium that we we're bonding our elements to to make the availability for the plant to bring up that material. Um, Everybody else is just running NP and K and at high numbers, and it works. And there's, I mean, there's a thousand ways to skin this cat. So sure, at the sure. Hey, you know, as I've seen your show and I've seen a bunch of other places that, all right, I've great weed from this guy who does Peters or does this, and it's like, yeah,
0: <laughs> I don't know about yeah. Peters, man, come on, that's <laughs> pushing it. But well, I don't like H- to name I, any shit brands. I, other I, than I've Peter, smoked decent so. GH weed, man. I really have. So
1: okay, yeah, then the do it. Right, grower can handle it. But there's also, you know, wine grown with just nitrogen and wine grown with a full spectrum of minerals and microbes and organic. Sure, sure. You get depth. and I mean, to me, it's the complexity of what we're tasting, the complexity of the medicinal properties, the complexity of the cannabinoids that are built internally in this plant. And if all we're doing is aiming for THCA all the time with 36% and a 1% terpene profile, well, good job. You've got yourself cracked. But I don't want crack. I literally want a full-blown, you know, I want morphine, Demerol, and vitamin D blended in the blender and then shot into my eye. You want the Jeffrey, that's, huh? Yeah, I want it all, baby. I want 15-15, <laughs> I, I want 20% terpene profiles, and I want to melt in my couch and not feel pain. Right. You know, and that's, we all have a different reason for why we partake in smoke. And um, to me, it's what we're feeding these plants helps that plant express what it naturally can be expressing right we've all seen weed in jars that looks phenomenal and then we all cough on hay when we're barking it out because somebody didn't know how to flush or they use so much pk booster they don't even know what they're doing anymore or CalMag is the answer to every single thing on the planet apparently to every grower in the world that has a yellowing plant they throw freaking calcium nitrate on it and call it good sure we don't go down that road we try to educate the customer hey you know why your plant's yellow it's let's see where your calcium carbonate is in your potting. So let's see what your alkalinity is like in your water. Let's dial in how your plant makes these things available and help you fix that problem. And then we'll get the better result from your plant. So I think it's just approach and, you know, we don't market. We're not in the magazines. We don't do trade shows. We literally are a word of mouth company. And we have been since the very beginning, all of our growth in this industry has been because one grower tells another grower tells another grower and they all come back to this community, the cult, right. to just educate each other, learn from each other. And we all do it without pissing on each other because, I mean, I don't know. You go to the forums. You see one guy makes one comment. They get destroyed and shit on yeah. for even come up with an idea. That's not a community. That's a, a bunch of assholes that just have nothing better to do than to sit in their mom's basement and bitch about how the next guy sucks at growing with GH. And it's like, nobody. <laughs> our community – doesn't do that, and that's what I think I really like about our community is that they hold each other up. They're 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 educating each other with very. They all have egos, but not. It's not such a bad ego where they they right. can't look beyond it and actually extend out some help and actually help the next grower get to be a better grower. And I love that about what we have in our community, and and I hang my head on it every day because without that community, I mean shit, I'd be out of business because I certainly don't market. I'm not advertising. I mean we have the same sample boxes we've had for 14 years and we've never ch- changed any of it. So it's just super simple marketing. And then we're not going to get rich, but you know, I'm not in every f- giant 600 acre pot farm either. And I, I probably never will be. And that's okay. Because I'm not going to talk to the growers at a 600 acre pot farm. Cause they don't really care. They want the science. They want a sure. brand version of our fertigation right. and how I can do it simple. I don't want you to grow simple weed. I want you to sit in there and take the medicine from growing it. And then we'll teach you how to grow it. But if you can't pull the medicine out of this plant while you're growing it, you're doing the—I mean, you're doing it the way you need to do it, and not the way we like to do it. <laughs> we well, you like fucked up to my next question,
0: plant. man. You fucked up my next question, which was,
1: man, what's a really simple way to grow organics? <laughs> simple ways. I mean, a good potting soil and and some nice uh, pre-crushed, finely ground organic material, and and just you know, build a super soil. You're gonna have a good product. It's not going to be the best. It's not going to be the biggest yielder because it's a slow release, but organics is really simple. I think most people just think it's so hard because it's so expensive. It's not, it's not any of those things. It's, I, I think it's, it's super hard, easy. Just put a
0: bunch of shit in your soil. What's that? I think it's hard. And just because I'm ignorant about it. So since I'm talking to you, help me make it easy, brother. And by, by no means, I'm not trying to sell nectar or nothing like that. But well, what, no, yeah.
1: Here, throw this in some soil and call it good. Oh, you feel like you need a little more? Sprinkle a little more and you're good. I mean, it's that easy to grow organics on a or nectar level, level. Unless you want to go into the bottles, then we're kind of going, hey, just start with the simple four products that we have. Just the, the base, grow, bloom, and catalyst. That's all you need. I've got a lot of growers. I encourage every grower, when you're starting and you look at our line, Right. take the... Thirteen parts away from it, and look at the first four. That's what we are. That's what we have been forever. We just listen to our growers. So when our grower says, "I want to enhance this," sure, I want to dial that in. I want to make this happen. We just created new things for each one of our growers and our favorite growers that asked us to build them something. When it works for them, we test it out. We go to another farm, another farm, and it's consistent. Then we go to the market with it and say, "Hey, you guys interested in you know." fully digested seabird guano that's you know embedded in worm casting tea because we're going to make this for this one grower wow. if a bunch of people say no we when i'm going to produce it <laughs> i don't even use that product because i don't use guano teas but we have a bunch of people that do buy it and they love it because they're all these old school growers so we just like you know liquid seaweeds there's a million liquid seaweed products out on the market <laughs> but people don't want to pay $300 a gallon for liquid seaweed because it's liquid seaweed. It should be like maxi crop. It should be like $5 a quart. (laughs) Okay. So we'll just make them a, a liquid seaweed product. That's cheaper that they can afford that is giving them the same reaction, but not paying $500 a gallon. So I don't know. I think we just took a different approach of we're going to listen to our growers. We're not going to listen to high times. We're not going to listen to maximum yield grow shows. And we're going to listen to our customers because They're the ones that pay my rent. They're the ones that make sure that my employees are paid. You know, we we get vacation here because our customers support us.
0: Sorry, Banner, I haven't I haven't let you talk to once. Uh, I uh, I wanted to ask (laughs) uh, (laughs) that
2: when when you guys put this line together, was it always meant for cannabis?
1: No, the funny thing is, is when I first met Frank, my partner, he was I was working at Down to Earth, and he was supplying them calcium. Oddly enough, for Pacific Calcium and. One of the products Frank was making at the time was called bioactive solution, which is today called Gaia mania, but bioactive solution was like the original, you know, the tomato grower of Southern Oregon was rocking the right, bioactive. Right. That's all they use is bioactive in soil. And it was kicking as a one part. Everybody loved it. And then all of a sudden something just fell out and the product wasn't working. So, you know, Frank went off on his thing and I still worked for down to earth. And when we finally came back together I was trying to bring (laughs) – this is my dream. I wanted to start an indoor grow store for food, not weed, because everybody had a weed store, but nobody had an indoor growing food store. and I was going to be the indoor food guy. Well, and then I found out food guys don't fucking – they don't spend money on food indoors. They just don't. (laughs) It's like reverse code. I was actually
0: at the grow store a couple days ago, and I was like – Cannabis? It was at Mountain Lion. And I just, it just, being in the grocery store for 20-something years down in South Florida, I just couldn't say cannabis in the grocery store. It's ingrained in me. And I said <laughs> it, and it was fucking liberating. It's like asking for a, a bong at the, the yeah. head shop. I felt bad, though, because I got kicked out, man. Not anymore. <laughs> <I'm> just kidding.
1: <laughs> No. Yeah. Well, we found out that nursery men and food producers and big ag and the food industry, they don't spend money on fertilizers or health or production or so we took all of Frank's technology and all of our ideas and we slammed them together, started giving them to pot growers, And it was just like missing the boat, man. Let's just, I mean, let's at least develop this to where the the people who want to pay for it will buy it. So we got into the weed game. Oddly enough, everything we test, I mean, all the products we come up with all get tested on peppers, tomatoes, and lettuce. Everything. Really? There we, we don't test anything on weed. If it doesn't spend two years in our field here just on peppers, tomatoes, and lettuce, and it doesn't perform there, we don't even send it to the growers. Which one's got the closest correlation? <clears throat> just because
0: I love growing peppers just because I use them. I'm terrible at growing tomatoes. Guru, good job with the tomatoes this year. It's like the first time we can actually eat them. <laughs>
1: <Yep>. Yeah. <laughs> uh, tomatoes. Tomatoes are very similar to... It's to cannabis okay. as far as their needs, uh, but they hate being foliar fed. Cannabis loves being foliar fed. Sure, Peppers, I think when I have to correlate like one plant that's going to respond similar, uh, hot pepper plants and cannabis kind of run hand in hand. You can do a lot of the same stuff. But, you know, at the end of the day, most of these plants are just plants and most of this fertilizer is just fertilizer. And it's just figuring out that plants need to eat and giving them the right stuff. So most fertilizers, I mean, you go out on the market, they're all chemicals. And at the end of the day, a plant's going to be able to take up N, P, K, C, A, M, G, -G, you know, you name it, it's going to grab what it needs no matter how it was produced.
0: Yeah. And I don't think anybody else is pretty unique what you're doing. I'm trying to think of anybody else. I know BioBiz has a liquid organic. I'm trying to think of any other liquid organic
1: lines, but... It is a pain in the ass. I can imagine what you do as well. And it's the the other downfall people don't realize is, I mean, we're not worried. I invite people into our facility all the time. If you're a farm, you get a tour, no problem. Come in and see how we actually do the things because we love to, we like to prove to people that we're not just bottling, like a lot of nutrient companies literally just bottle somebody else's big ad crap and put a fancy sticker on it. But in our life, we see that more common than not. And, we invite all our growers, all our manufacturers, any distributors, sales, stores, or whatever, come in, come and see it because I think what blows them away is that we have 10, 10,000-gallon tanks just for bone meal digestion because it takes 10 to 14 crazy. weeks to digest bones. And if you look at these tanks, they're sitting in these giant vats doing nothing for 10 weeks of money. I mean, every square foot is a rental square, and when I have 10,000 gallons covering 60 by 25 feet and I can only turn that once every 10 weeks, that's not very profitable if you're looking at dollar for dollar. So we're never going to get rich. Nobody wants to buy us. Nobody wants to rip us off or mimic us because nobody's crazy Dude, enough so to sit there and that's digest it awesome. for 10 weeks and then sell it for $25 a gallon. It's stupid. That's why it's awesome. That is awesome, man. And I, I think the other unique thing, in thing there, that, <laughs> the last thing I think that we're super unique is that we're, we're all rainwater made and, we literally catch, we have uh, 80,000 gallons of catchment cisterns internally in our buildings. And then we have 32 10,000 gallon tanks that we transfer all that rainwater in the winter to. So we can start our year with 360, 370,000 gallons of fresh rainwater. Right. And so we never use the city water. We don't use drinking water, none of the municipality. And it's all North Pacific pure rain. And so, you know, I, we, we pat ourselves on the back for that because a lot of, of companies, I mean, you do a reverse osmosis nutrition water. I mean, so I know oh, companies man. out there, big, big brands that are taking 90 to one or 90 to 10 waste to make their liquid salt products. And I'm like, so you just, wow, it's tragic. And we're sitting there going, oh, we're a good green industry. Bullshit. We're the worst industry I mean, we're right up there with electric batteries. It's about as bad as (laughs) it's going to get. When it comes down to, we're destroying the planet to put three-part nutrients out there because we use reverse osmosis water to manufacture the fertilizer what the yeah it just
0: makes no sense i was actually talking a buddy of mine has gorilla boost cocoa shout out to mike and he was telling me that you go over to these villages in india and they're taking all their fresh water to wash the cocoa core with it and that's fucked up man like he prides himself on like using the tiniest bit of water to actually wash his cocoa but well depending on where he's
1: coming from like we most people buy cocoa from a broker, so you don't know where you're even getting it from. It could be Sri right. Lanka, India, Cuba. Who fucking knows where it's coming Dirty from and cocoa. how it's compressed or what it's washed with? If you don't know the farm, I mean, the farm we're using in India, they wait for monsoon seasons, collect 300,000 gallons of rainwater, and that's how they irrigate. So they do all their cocoa processing during the monsoon season. Oh, Outside that. the monsoon season, they don't have any more cocoa to even process because they're not washing it with city water.
0: I'm proud. We bar- barely said the F word this whole time. We had to have a conversation beforehand. <clears throat> Are we going to smoke or say the F bomb? And uh you said, fuck, yeah,
1: we're doing both. So. Yeah, no, we're fucking doing both. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I got to work on that. It's terrible. My poor mother. <laughs> <laughs> hey,
0: Can I ask you about, I mean, you got the nectar family and uh, the whole Oregon scene, the whole rainwater thing and all that. I've been to Oregon. There is a, a much different scene there. What what is the deal? I know it's very earthy. Uh do you have good legalization laws there? Is there good homegrown laws What, what makes that uh that seems you know is it
1: the soil, the weather? What makes weather, it rock like that? Climate, soil, you know, we're we're in the the emerald triangle if you will. I mean You have California grown, you got Colorado grown, but you have the Emerald Triangle and that's, you know, Grants Pass, Cave Junction down into Arcadia, Eureka, Redding. That's the, I mean, that's where it grows. That's what gives, I think, the the country the name for for cannabis is that region because it's sunny, it's dry, you get through a season without mold, the rains don't come in till late. Um, You know, we had a very early medical group that came through and was like punching the medical laws real hard tragic I and mean, we destroyed all our medical laws for legalization which is too bad because it really screwed the patient and the customer what um what do you mean by that well, well during the transition they made it to a point where it's almost impossible i mean before you get a card for saying you know i have a hangnail you got two cards and your family can all have a card just because they know you but then sure. it turned into legalization so they wanted six hundred dollars a card they wanted to monitor everything you do they wanted to be able to invade your home anytime they wanted to to check your four plant numbers or that's insane you know they wanted Jeez. to make sure that Jesus. You went into metric. I mean, that was, they wanted medical to go metric so that they could document every gram that you produced. Oh, do you, that's just, that's I, That's insane. Even,
2: like, just, yeah, come on into my house to check out my four plants.
0: And the metric is what? Where you have to account for every gram and measure every it. Every Put a barcode every, on it. <laughs> that's insane.
1: Oh, every plant's got a plant tag barcode. It's, so it's all probably not a
0: popular acronym. program. Jesus. It's gross. Yeah, and people will vote for it because it's like,
1: you want to get a legalization passed, man? <laughs> it, well, how, certain people vote for it And it's usually the big right. giant corporations That are voting yes for it now Because they can play the game well,
2: but you when, you, when you think of like, like local Oregon pot What do you think? Of? What's the first thing that comes to your mind? a frame
0: attics and a good garage. <laughs> okay. Okay. That's cool. <laughs> Why well, the climate's there we can get away with that. I was talking to dude. Oh, yeah. well, and he's like, good
1: ACU, good, a good, uh, mini split and a you, and you're pretty much good to go anywhere. So I think Oregon, it's nice because our climate, other than the last couple of years of this ridiculous heat, but outside of that, you can grow indoors year round here with no problems. And we've always been known for our indoor. I mean, we've got great indoor weed and you know, right now it's like, I know a lot of good commercial growers, but they can't afford to do the inputs in because the wholesale price isn't there for them. Where yeah. all my real farms that are sitting there going, yeah, well, we're growing our medical over here. And, you know, holy shit, they're out producing the commercial guys. They can put a ton of money in, but they're getting a ton of money back because they're growing, you know, what should be a top shelf at a, a dispensary. Right. These guys are putting out on the street because it's more affordable to do it that way. So the commercial guys out here, bless their hearts, they're so tied down by the state, they don't get to perform. And they can't afford to perform because at you know $800 a pound at wholesale, why would you put any money into a pound?
0: Right. Where
1: I've got guys who put in, you know, let's just say the the other market in Oregon is very good right now. And those guys are, are not uh, wondering how they're going to pay their rent next month.
0: Right. Well, if you always, <clears throat> we were talking about it, had somebody here a couple of days ago from Florida and was showing him really dank but and he was like yeah awesome man he goes we get you know similar quality down in Florida and it's uh you know, it's 370 an ounce but and it's coming st- it's coming straight from California but the, you know the
1: quality is there so quality always sells man oh well and as it goes legal across this country i mean it has gone because a lot of states are tired of losing out on the uh the revenue and You know, they're 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 missing out on all these great tax laws that they get to pass with cannabis because it's a sin industry. So as it goes legal, I mean, what I, I I'm watching all these huge farms and I'm watching all these cartel farms and all these monster mega things popping up going great we're going to have a c-grade flood of brown ass weed all right. summer all fall right. and all winter so mids, these mids, guys mids. that are still producing <laughs> the green indoors man they're about to see a gold rush because of what's happening in our industry and if you're going to be trying to keep up with a six thousand acre brown weed farm and you're going to try to do that commercially with your 300 acre brown weed farm you're not going to win philip morris has you beat they haven't even started the game yet so You know, we're not in for the, I'm all for the commercial guys, freedom to grow weed. We should be building houses out of fucking hemp. We should be powering the fucking planet with hemp oil, but we're not because that doesn't work. We just legalize the THC and let's rock with it. And then we'll let big pharma step in and take it all over. So keep growing in your freaking basements. Keep your bedroom lights going because if you want good weed in six months, you better grow your own damn weed or know the guy down the street that is producing good weed because the good weed game is about to die. Oh, I'm, I'm hoping that people a just friend, grow grow their own good weed. A friend I mean, that grows like,
0: good weed is a friend indeed. That's the truth, yeah. man. You, I like that you come over every day. Man. Man, it just
2: comes over every <laughs> that's day. what I. That's what I was curious <laughs> about. Every's those a good neighbor. The, I mean, I know you guys have a strong like home grow kind of scene, you know, like like we do here, and and I think yeah, that's It's really important. That's where you're going to find the people taking the extra time and running yes. all that fancy stuff. And man, there's nothing in, better than enjoying that with your friends and your buddies, you
0: know, but we were talking oh. to kind of be like a gateway to gardening, you know, where you start being like, Ooh, I need the free weed. And then you're like, Holy shit. When I hang out with my plant, it does better. Yeah. Wow, the plant likes seaweed, like fish. You know,
2: <laughs> I will say since we talked to Scott, I, uh, I think I am changing, uh, out a spot in the, the cannabis garden for a hot pepper plant. Man, you're changing. I, 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 I think it's that awesome and fun. Until that point,
0: ghost is that where we got a couple of ghosts? It would be in. a super
2: hot, I would probably pick something a little more rare.
1: See,
0: absolutely,
2: but that's hey, well, let it me
1: know, banner. banner. I got a, I got a breeder who has some stuff that he wants to send me unreleased, and uh, I'd, I'd have him send you a couple absolutely unique. I They're, love he it. He actually grows for uh, the military for weaponized capsian. Oh boy. Caps.
2: Okay. Okay.
1: That's.
2: I I have a friend in Iowa that grows the superhots, and he got me hooked. He made uh, hot sauce with the Carolina Reaper, and at first I I just I wasn't a believer in those superhots, where it's just pain. But when you use it, when you mix it in with other stuff, and you get build up a little bit of a tolerance to it, it is out of sight, man.
0: Yeah, I'm telling you this, fellow Greybeard. When you're starting to replace your weed plants indoors with uh, hot peppers, you're old. That's Sorry. okay. That's okay. I'm okay with being <laughs> old. I'm old just older and wiser, I like to think. Yeah. I looked at one of those. It was uh, one of those, like a nitrous cracker that I actually bought for whipped cream. Yeah. And I'm like, fuck, I'm old, man. <laughs> <laughs> but you didn't do it. No, I just used it for whipped cream. Like, oh, legitimately yeah. for making
1: whipped cream. Yeah. You know? Those days are
0: over, huh? <laughs> yeah. Those days wah, wah, are wah, over, wah, man. Wah,
1: wah, wah, wah. <laughs> are hey, Banner, up. I can tell you for a fact that uh, harvesting a hot pepper plant is far easier and more enjoyable than trimming six pounds off. Off a weed plant right yeah absolutely <laughs> absolutely i don't enjoy <laughs> Yeah, but don't go don't go pee for like six hours that's only today but it,
2: it, it, that's great like just uh growing wise it sounds like and i just haven't tried it yet but it sounds like it'll work out really nice using sort of cannabis growing style methods yeah. next to cannabis plants it sounds like a, a home run
1: i'll go check out papa bear's peppers like i said he does the whole he watches all the cannabis guys. And I mean, this is a Boeing engineer, for God's sakes. I mean, he designs the 737s, but he watches all the old, the old school pot growers. And then he comes back and goes, okay, now we're going to twist these stems to create calluses to put more weight. And I'm like, this guy's yeah. awesome. He's a papa bear pepper.
2: There is some weird connection with engineers and hot peppers. Really? In my, lot in my experience, lots of people who are into hot peppers are like engineers or
1: like technical kind of types. Huh yeah i've noticed have that to, be to ferment it the key with the hot sauces too is the fermenting of it so you do the whole fermentation it's true, it's and true. that gives you all that flavor and yeah. then that whew, i mean it kicks you at the end of the meal versus like eh, now i can't even taste my my chili anymore you got to get it fermented then add it oh my gosh because it gives you i mean the medicinal properties in in capsaicin. I mean, they're proving that it can kill cancer cells. It's proving that it kills diabetes. It helps improve blood flow. I mean, there are so many medicinal properties in hot peppers, but everyone just thinks they're just hot peppers. So, I mean, I don't know. Plants are so medicinal. It's amazing.
2: Yeah. And you, your are uh, the, the greenhouse right. is raging with your peppers. Yeah. They're, they're all fruiting out. I mean, there are some, uh, some are ripe. So within the next
0: couple of weeks, you're going to be loaded now it's gonna be time to make a lot of hot sauce. You ain't kidding. You ain't kidding. Hey, brother, you said something about the uh, hot sauce, you know, cap capsaicin being medicine. When did you discover that cannabis was medicine? Because it took me a while. I just like
1: getting high for a while. Well, I mean, I like that's a good question. I mean, I've watched it work as medicine for my mother got cancer. Um And she's a a Christian woman who didn't believe in the Western medicine concept, and that you know it's her time, it's her time. But we got a grower for it back in Michigan who started producing cannabis oil and some FICO and some (laughs) you know some just extracts, and she's just went full bore with God's medicine in her mind and cancer free. And then my dad came down with cancer shortly after, and he's a surgeon. So he went with his belief system of Western medicine and all the chemo radiation tortured him for about 18 months and just completely killed him. And, and I remember on his deathbed, him actually in some form of clarity, said, you know, I took the wrong path. And I said, well, what do you mean by that dad? And he goes, well, watch what you did for your mom and i saw that you offered that to me but i went with my education because you're just a guy who makes shit for pot growers and i'm a you know 16 year third doctorate oral maxillofacial surgeon Jesus, so i took my yeah. route i took what i knew and they killed me they killed me on purpose and i really wish i'd taken your route of cannabis is a cure and so from that point i i mean, I knew there was always a benefit to it. There was always helped me get through a lot of, I, I've got sure. a lot of fake shit on me. I got fake shoulder and fake knees. I, my face is destroyed. And that's gotten me through it all. I don't take any pills. I don't take any, I don't drink. I mean, the only drug I take is cannabis and it's literally for the medicinal purpose. I mean, I, I don't get high well because I just want to go to bed. It's like, okay, that's right. my weed. Okay, sit. great sure. times, guys. You know, it's just not going to work for me. So to me, cannabis is how I get through the end of the day when my face just starts imploding on itself and the pain sets in chronically. I get home, I take my joint, I take another joint, maybe a few more joints. And then I sit there and I hang out with my dogs pain free and I can sleep. So, I mean, I'd say at least 10 years of like, it is so medicinal that I stopped the recreational use. But I've been smoking since I was 13 years old in Michigan when we used to break sure. stems and seeds off on a frisbee <laughs> yeah. and hope that a Bolden explode in your car and ruin your upholstery because uh, you <laughs> a out of somebody's ass in Mexico <laughs> frisbee <so. laughs> brings me back brother that, that's awesome <laughs> man, yeah no. No, it's, when you finally smoke good weed I think is when you go this is different than just being high you know I I And even like today, when someone gives me a dab pen or they give me something from the dispensary and I'm like, yeah, see, that feels like the drug. I remember when I used to like knife hit tar off my fucking (laughs) kitchen because that's the high I get. But, you know, when I'm smoking something that like can make you. Well, for instance, like Heroes of the Farm, when I had my accident, part of the accident is it destroyed all the nerves in the front of my face. I couldn't touch anything. couldn't feel it. No sense of smell. So these yeah, guys started, we just, should, we should introduce that real
0: quick. Just so people are just getting to know, you know, it was a few years back, man. Tell me what exactly, I can't remember what happened. I know you freaking something bounced back and what hit you in this. I know it broke.
1: Yeah, I, skull was, and really some, or I was just, we had an ice storm five years ago and in the ice storm, I lost 80 trees on my property and Got it. it. All just fell down or broke or snapped. And I was out there attempting to clean up the, the winter mess and, I was uh, pushing back a whole huge pile of blackberries in my forest. And in that apparently it was an 80 foot white fir that was just laying down, but still rooted and still alive. And I have a 60 horsepower Kubota and I was kind of pushing it, it has some balls. So I mean, it's not right. a little tiny, like yard tractor. It's a beast. And all of a sudden the, the tractor just bogged down and I caught out of the outside of my, my uh, peripheral and saw the shiny bark. And it was about four feet off the ground. And I noticed it was in my bucket, 20 feet ahead. I- Ahead of me um well 12 feet ahead of me but it had been cocked so it was laying like oh, a whip shit. and as oh, i was shit. trying to trap it on the ground and slowly back out of the situation it climbed over my bucket and then just peeled my face off and just oh, oh man. i actually check this shit out that's got be a beautiful picture man who the fuck yeah. it? Who's it? that's the tree wow. <laughs> oh, that's the actual bark piece that hit me right there holy shit isn't that awesome? My oh, buddy turned it into a bat. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, do you want to turn that into he a lost sword? lost the
2: battle and <laughs> won the war.
0: <laughs> okay, come to my house and see what's going to happen. Not bad, Banner. Not bad, not bad sir.
1: <laughs> so, you Pop, know, with that man. shit. But yeah, with it, we're... it took off my nose. It took my eyes out. Crushed my skull. I've got 30 Holy plates fuck. throughout. I have no, no teeth left. It just oh, destroyed shit. me. So, in that, you know... I'm in the ICU for 10 days up in Portland. They, you know, I have no voice. I can't see anything. I've got a trach going. Cause I, my face is collapsed and oh, my wife has taken my phone away from me. All communication stopped except for my business partners and my wife and kid. And it was, uh, it was, it, it was surreal. Like I was almost floating between earth and heaven somewhere. It was just not a, a real situation and it was the craziest thing because my wife finally said, Hey, you just need to send a message out to your customers on Instagram or something, just to let them right. know where you're at. Cause people start to wonder where Scott's it been a while. Yeah. So I sent out a quick message and then I started reading a couple posts. I couldn't read it. I mean, just, it was horrible. I mean the amount of support that came out pouring from this community then and, oh, yeah. and guys who oh, hate yeah. me were like supporting us and, I don't know. I cry every time I think of it because it was such a powerful, like, holy shit. I mean, I don't know. It was amazing time for me because it, it gave me a lot of hope for humanity for one thing, but more importantly, it really kind of solidified what I've set my whole life to. I'm now being, you know, it, it was being honored in that sake where people were like everything I thought I I had dialed in, in the groups and the people and the community I've built or not built that I've I've been a part of right. They were there and they were not fake. These are like, you know, I had freaking uh, what's his, I can't, the jungle boys. Right. I mean, right. They have their whole style. Of, that dude like threw down 500 bucks for, because I don't know my, my health insurance company dropped me three months before my accident. So this whole thing cost me about $350,000 out of pocket. Jesus, Jesus. And, It was painful because it took my whole life savings away from me. I mean, everything I built for 25 years up to that point was gone because the insurance fucked me out of a hundred dollar bill. That was it. I missed a hundred dollar payment. So they sent me my whole year back and canceled me. So that was a bunch of bullshit. But you get these guys like Jungle Boys. They drop 500 bucks. They say, you know, hey, get better, brother. You know, we don't really know you, but you're part of this community and you have a huge following of people that love you. So we wish you well. And then people shit on him. For donating to his competitor i'm just like this is why no. i fucking hate this industry is because mm. this guy who does something from his heart out of the goodness of who he is sure. and he still gets shit on for it because we're all supposed to walk around with our fucking egos and shitting on each other because that's what makes us better people and i just don't understand that so no. this accident was- has been more than a blessing i mean i look at it every bit of it no matter how shitty that was i'm alive i'm not broke i have a all my staff just stepped up took over all of my business, my CEO, Emily, my Patrick, uh, manufacturing guys, nobody left. They all stuck there and they just said, hey, we're doing this now for Scott and we'll just get through it. And That's you know, so I, amazing, I'm blessed for all that. So but the Hell cool yeah, thing is are. in all of it is trying to like rediscover smell, rediscover the vision, because my eyesight's all messed up. Well, those are the bad years of the industry. So one of my farms up in Portland was just taking a hit. Nobody was buying high-quality flour. Hemp became legal. All this shit was going on. So they went into just extracting terpenes. That was it. So they grew you know, 12 greenhouses right. just to extract their terpenes because their terpene was so intense. They grew such high levels or percentages of terpenes with the nectar in their line that they were getting out – Twenty extracts. I mean, out of their flour so they can make eight hundred dollars a a pound on wholesale. Or this twenty two thousand dollars to fill this sure. up with just sure. head dog terpenes, and then they sell this to a guy who's using mills who's growing just distillate. So, oh, we'll add this so your shit tastes good, and now you got this guy with great THC shit, right. and this guy with terpene oil, and now you got good medicine again. Really? So. No. I've been learning how to re-smell from terpene jars from my uh, favorite growers. Jesus. Jesus, man. It's been a long road. Oh, glad you're back, brother. Glad you're yeah, back. Didn't leave, but yeah. No, it's, uh, it's been a long <laughs> long leave. journey and very frustrating. I can't imagine what 60 is going to feel like. Jeez, man. Jesus. I don't even know if I get out of bed. And they're going to have to have like a joint just intravenously shoved into every vein. It's like... Mm as long
0: as it's thc yeah good good solid man good good oregon
1: flower right i'm a yeah, flower you- guy personally i did a lot of FICO during the head injury because yeah everything was wired shut for six months so i had to do a lot of figuring out but i learned how to take feco the, the most inappropriate but most effective way oh i get it yeah, <laughs> but when you learn that trick, holy crap! You can either get, get it, really high, or you can get really medicated. And you know, if you go there, you're done. If you go here, you feel decent. <laughs> so, I was gonna I didn't need the details, but thank you, man. You know, we, you know. So it's, for again for the viewers. If you go this deep, you're safe. You go this deep, you'll never be that high again in your life. <laughs> That's a general rule of thumb for most things, man. Yep. So then what's this mean?
0: <laughs> Jesus Christ, man. Jesus <laughs> Christ. Man, you got a great sense of humor, brother. It's something. <laughs> I love hanging out. I love hanging out, man. Hey, I, I do you mind if I bring it? It's a gross show, right? About half of what we do is hanging out, and then the other half is gross. So do you mind if I just hit, like, that, just some organic. You said that that one bag that you pour on there
1: is the easiest way, right? Yes. One what shot.
0: You, one shot. So that's just literally like
1: a top dress, right? It's a, or a, you, know, you can pre blend it right into your potting soil. If you so know I know. Yeah. So I don't
0: sound like a shallow asshole. It's like, oh, can we talk about grow? You talk about cannabis being medicine. That's what, that's where kind of where I'm at you say you don't like throwing mills or you know, whatever a and b on there you want to grow more complete medicine something with terpenes something with whatever guru says secondary metabolites what makes it real medicine that's why when you just get thc boulders from the store that'll do shit man those vape pens they don't do shit and it's but not just not, it's not, it's not no, yes okay okay i tell you what man sometimes <laughs> just I'm, stuff yeah i'll be really down sometimes like i have epilepsy so i can have really bad seizures and then at the you know afterwards you feel like you got hit by a tree i feel like you got a concussion so you know all that stuff and i can have a vape pen i've tried it it's convenient i can barely move the wife put the vape pen up to me guess what doesn't help at all. I go get up, can you get a bowl and just like the bowl for me and sure enough I'm like, oh, I feel better. I can get up and you know, and it's a uh, it's that's the medicine. So there's something about growing really
1: good quality. I think it you have to say whole plant medicine, man. Oh, I'm a 100 I once I learned terpene profile labs and how they work and you know, every dispensary wants the 34. Everybody wants the 32, 36. Everybody but nobody's looking at the terpene profiles. I challenge any consumer out there, go into your dispensary and go, what is your highest terpene percentage weed you have here in flower right now? Buy that flower and then buy the one that's 36% THC and smoke those side by side. Tell me how you feel because you're going to feel well, you'll feel like you're floating on a cloud of titties on the full spectrum where you're either just spiked on that THC and you come down with a crash, just like taking a shot of 151 or taking many drinks of pure 52-year-old malt whiskey. You know, it's a different experience. What can you only think about right now?
0: Titties and floating on floating uh, a cloud of titties, man. Only, what, what did you say after that, man? <laughs> All right, come on, take me back. We're growing good whole plant medicine.
1: Can you really grow it with that one shot? One shot and some good microbes. Yeah, you'll do good. You're just not going to crush your yield. You're not pulling two pounds of light with that, but you're growing for a grandma who doesn't want to think and just wants to water like she did a garden plant. Right? This will cover it because it's already micronized and then we rebuild it with molasses and lignin to create little tiny time-release balls and it's a full feed spectrum. And so it's designed to slowly break down, but then be gone in six months. So when you go to recycle your soil, you're not working with all these imbalances of you know, the green sand that didn't go away for nine years, but you're going to still keep adding green sand to your fucking potting mix because some guru told you, not your guru.
0: (laughs) The other guy, the
1: the old guy who's got some bullshit book he produced on his own penny, you know, he told you green sand's the shit. And it's like, that's great. One time and then 30 years later, you might want to look at reapplying that because it's just not an available potassium source. So we kind of looked at it when actually the funny thing about this product is we deserve... Frank originally designed the original version of this for the nursery plant or industry, like the Lowe's six packs of petunias because they all put Osmocote in there that are just time-release synthetic sure. balls of salt. Sure. Well, this costs two cents more per plant to add into all the same nursery plants. But what we were seeing was no transplant shock, healthier root mass, bigger biosphere in the or microbial biosphere in the, the containers and the gardener had a greater success at transplant time and longevity of the plant because it's easier to take a naturally grown plant and then feed it whatever the hell you want to feed it versus taking a synthetically grown plant and saying hey i want you to be organic because it's you've already ruined i mean it's like a fat kid with diabetes and saying hey be an athlete by the time you're 14 and you're 13 now well the fat kid's not going to start running track and lifting weights he's going to be a fat kid until he dies of diabetes so that's how we look at synthetically grown new nursery plants versus organically grown new nursery plants. It's a success rate for all, everybody down the road. Um, This is great for the grandmas because they really just have to add water. If they feel they're, they just sprinkle some more on and it just releases at a nice slow rate. So I I like to push it because I want yield. I still, I only do four tortured plants in my grow at a time. Right. Um, And i more killing of plants than most people grow plants because i own a fertilizer company so my goal is to see how to push these things past life and then i teach you not to do that and then i get my weed from the really awesome farm up this road that buys my product so i got a farm i get most of my i mean the cannabis he brings me oh he's just the man so i torture plants i used to grow them for the the sake of my medicine but now i have growing all my medicine while i learn how to make you not suck at growing oh i get yelled at for not taking growing
0: as serious as i probably should but uh sorry i sorry i run real growers man and a couple other companies man i take those serious right now
1: (laughs) it is i and you know i have them everywhere that's the thing is i love i love this plant because it It's as I tell people, it's a weed. So, guess what? It's going to grow. No matter what you do to it, it's going to grow. It's just what are you getting out of it at the end? And my goal is my goal for growing right now is for education purposes. So, I know whatever I'm telling my consumer, I'm not lying to them because I've already killed my plant doing what I'm telling you not to do. But meanwhile, this guy who's got 600 of these plants just crushing with my nutrients, and we can trade. um, Yeah, I'm good with it here. Here's two barrels of bone meal. I'll take two of those. Thank you. And and he grows enough variety that I'm really in heaven. So and he grows better weed than me. I mean, he's just a better weed grower than I am. And it sucks when you have to be humble enough to go. Yeah, I'm like the 19th best grower I know. (laughs) (laughs) We're just talking
0: about that, man. You grow weed. Do you use your homegrown something you're proud to share with your friends, man? You know, that's what it all matters with.
1: Yeah. No, I'm not proud to share mine with my friends, but I'm also very proud to be able to say I've killed them for the sake of you. (laughs) So, and, and I enjoy what our products do. And that's the most important thing is I know where my medicine's grown. I know what's on it. I know exactly how we've worked to push this. I know, you know, being able to have access to these farms as a manufacturer and as an owner, boy, it really opens my eyes to like, Wow, it opens my eyes to the marketing aspect of this industry and, you know, the, the, the sheer bullshit. I mean, no offense, but, the you know, I had a customer in one of our forums go, hey, I got this bottle at the latest Canacon, yep. whatever, yep. Max Yield, <laughs> yeah. whatever, you know, blah, 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 and it's, yep. it's free. So will it work good? They said it'll give me 30% more yield. So, okay, you take this 30% more yield and this product 17% and this product's 19%. You do all that math, man, I'm 71% up. I'm going to crush this round. So just stop lying to your fucking customers. Just say, hey, if you're a good grower, you might get a yield increase because you don't suck. How about that? Let's use that marketing for once. Or is that going to hurt feelings and everybody's got to go get a tissue in a safe space? I mean, it's just our growers just like to grow. And that's it. And if they're doing bad and the other customers are like, hey, you, you suck at it here. Here's some tips to not suck at it. They right. usually take it with, hey, thanks, I'm going to try not sucking next time. And let's all try to get better at what we do. But <laughs> stop telling people 17.35 percent more stem. Strength.
0: Right,
1: right. What are you measuring that off of? What's your baseline that there's 17.36 percent more of?
0: Yeah. Oh, the, nothing. Absolutely nothing. You know, dumb. The, their buddy it's told them but uh yeah marketing is taking over that's why it is important that's why i asked you about your product specifically what you want to start with because if you get you know, thank god youtube's taking over no i shouldn't say that because they're censoring the fuck out of everybody but yeah, well, we, <laughs> we have youtube for now that we can get really good information out and my goal is to just get more people growing get have them go get a you know five gallon for me it's a five gallon bucket but uh you know whatever seven gallon ten gallon grow bag and throw some soil in there and i guess in your if i was trying your uh your system throw some one shot in there and
1: yeah. that's where i would start of course i'd hit it with some microbes me recharge but uh well yeah if you throw microbes on this you just course. speed up the digestion and then you got far more availability so it's called speed so sure. yeah i mean we all, all come enough, a long really? way from this shit i mean my first grow was in a gutter in Michigan, like literally a rain gutter oh, the because gutter that's system, where going can hide yeah. the seeds. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Well, that
0: was like a Dutch system. Remember the Dutch gutter system, man,
1: back in the day? Hydro yeah. slabs. Well, and I'm from Grand Rapids, so guess who put those gutters up? The Dutch. So I'm pretty sure it's a <laughs> Dutch gutter go, system man. because the guy's name was Orlandos. <laughs>
0: oh, man, that's where it started, man. You know, a Dutch guy doing gutters. Well, I get it now. Makes all, all the sense in the world. Yeah. <laughs> the hollanders the holland gutter companies is what do it all i dig yo man this is good bullshit with you i really enjoy it man i think we got to do it again you might have to be a regular on the show brother
1: hey i think if you go back in your
0: archives yeah, yeah i've been on your show Yeah, i know i know you have right. man definitely I mean, about I that. I'm, like, I'm
1: pretty sure i was on a show before because i still get emails was, i was listening to an old dude pro show cold. you got sample kits <laughs> uh
0: yeah yeah, what you say on uh, YouTube is kind of permanent, man. On the internet in general, the internet never forgets. Yeah, they don't forget, nope. do they? It <laughs> nope. might be an issue in your case, Scott. That's why I don't get on very often. <laughs> you are not you're safe. Awesome, I don't brother. travel. I don't get online very often. What's a politically correct term? You're refreshing, Scott.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, refreshing. Well, whereas out- my carpenter good says, "You're on in out- spirit." The-
0: <laughs> oh yeah nice <laughs> That is well your outlook is refreshing
1: yeah right <laughs>
0: it's not I like the it. normal people in our town <laughs> no no don't be normal brother never Hell yeah never, come on never. give yourself a proper shout out come on do it you are proper,
1: proper shout out i'm old i look like a homeless guy but i no, love what i, I, I do and you. i've got a great community of people behind me and i'll tell All you right. what If it wasn't for all the customers, like I only I got a hold of Banner because one of our customers started watching the show when Banner was talking about nectar use. And that just could link to Banner and I together in a conversation, which I'm glad because I just I'm not searching out the marketing piece. And I know it's stupid of me. I know there's a huge benefit to it. I call it agoraphobia, call it lack of interest in the industry in the sense of I don't want to piss with the big dogs because I'm too right. busy working with my customers right. to get better. So it's we're a small person company and we, we're we very intimate with our, our customers. And I don't think a lot of people understand when you email our company all the emails come through me and it's not for control, but I want to make sure that I'm answering the questions for the technical side. Same. I got accountants. I got manufacturing. Mm -hmm. I've got everything else handled by guys who want to do that shit, but I want to talk to the customers so that they get the right answers. And you can't teach compassion and empathy and understanding. I mean, I get a lot of people coming at me hot because they're, they're in chronic pain and they're just, their lives are falling apart and they're having just struggle after struggle with a grow. So they come at you with, it's your fault. You talk them off the wall, you make them your brother. And next thing you know, they're one of the better growers in town because I don't shit on people because they have bad days. And I, I want people to know that when they reach out to us, I'm handling your situation because if I hired a 25 year old, he's going to go tell yourself to eat an ass and go away because he doesn't want you to deal with your <laughs> shit. So I don't want that. I want to make sure that my customers all understand that we're here for the little guys. We're, I mean, the big guys use our stuff, but we're really here for the little guys because that's the guy who wants the connoisseur grade stuff. Sure. Sure. I'm not ever going to sell you shit. That's the thing. Hey, sell me your stuff. How can I, What's the best four things I can buy. I don't know. We make 28 products for a reason. So figure it out. I mean, it's, there's a thousand ways to do this. So it's, yeah, I, I just want to be here for the customers. That's my main goal. Got to keep the high grade alive, keep the culture alive. It's the culture. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's the old school culture. And you know, like it's the, the home grow culture to
2: do, do it yourself and share with your friends and barter system and kind Barter's of independent, independent and not be reliant on somebody who's just going to make money on your hobby. You know? Yeah. You
0: got to have a little soul. Oh,
2: okay. Yeah. That weed
1: for <laughs> but, anyways, yeah, it's the culture. Yeah.
2: Well, yeah, thanks for all you do, man. Thanks for coming on the show. really thanks appreciate for your support, it. for
1: Banner. I appreciate you. I really do. Yeah. No, you're well, awesome, those brother. was guys. I said hi. they uh great customers out there. They're, yeah, they're taking care of Banner up there. They sure Shout are, out man. to Jake sure and
0: Rob and yeah, AJ. AJ. You can't forget AJ, bro. Yep. He'll get mad. <laughs> good dudes. <laughs> all right, brother. Thank you, Scott. All right. Take it easy, brother. Take it Be easy. Good. Yeah.